1: To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss.
0: Yesterday, we were at home and we live in a community that has an HOA. And there was like some sort of pretty obvious like HOA meeting outside of our house. Like our landlord was there. There were like multiple people who were like dressed for work there, going over things. There were plans. There were whatever. And I was thinking like they all looked really cool. <laughs> and I all of the people. And I was like, I feel like this is the opposite of what most HOAs are, because I feel like a lot of HOAs that we have known or been a part of have been tremendously high maintenance.
1: That is that. That's I disagree. I take issue with what you're saying.
0: Do you? And I only have this because the place that um you lived when we met, the, their HOA was like, the president of the HOA was, like, out of control with the rules and the—
1: No, the place that—you're that talking about the place of the lake.
0: Yeah. That I guy, was trying to be generic because, you know.
1: That guy—because why?
0: I just didn't want to, like, anyone who knows him to think oh. they are being
1: rude. No, I think that's who he is. I think he's actually proud of what a pain in the butt he is. Like, I think he—when he sends emails out about not breaking down your boxes mm-hmm. before you put them in the dumpster, I think he thinks that he's doing the Lord's work. Yeah. Like I feel like he he feels as he's just one of those people who feels that they are their feet are on this earth in order to enforce the rules that have been made.
0: Yes, and, and they and I
1: think he's been that way. I mean, he was what, 75 years old. Right. He probably has been that way since kindergarten.
0: But we also felt that way about there's a neighborhood that we were looking at um, before we rented the townhouse and the neighborhood is stunning, almost too stunning, like Disney quality, pretty, like there is Truman not, Show. There, yes, there's not a blade of grass out of place. And Jeff and I were talking when we left that, we're like, it's so gorgeous, but this seems like an HOA that would not like Jeff and I.
1: And that's why I don't have a problem with HOAs. Because, well, to finish the first part, um, we had an HOA in the townhome community that um, we just moved from. We had an HOA when you moved in with me at that townhome community.
0: Oh, okay. I didn't even think about
1: that. And neither of those were even on our radar. It's just that this one guy was so intense that it is – and HOAs have a reputation of always being run – by people like that? By rule enforcers. By rule enforcers. But I personally, like, I think you know what you're getting into. So when we were looking at that house, and it was so Truman Show perfect, we asked the, the landlord, we said, is there an HOA? And she's like, oh, yeah, they're terrific. But And then she, I think she even made a joke. She's like, one time, like, something happened and some of her grass died. And they were like, and they were on it. Like seven days later, I got a notice in the mail. You have to replace that section of grass. you like maybe a truck back to a delivery truck or whatever. And that's, I think, when Callie and I were like, hmm.
0: This is, this is. But you
1: know what you're, I, I, and the reason I laugh about it is because I worked with a guy who moved into a neighborhood and painted his concrete slab of his back patio teal. Oh, I remember that. And like a week later, got a notice from the HOA and it said, you can't paint the concrete slabs. Like they, they just have to yeah. stay concrete. Yeah. And he was livid. Like, how do you tell me what to do? And you're like, well. You knew when you moved why in. Why you have
0: an HOA? Yeah. They
1: hand you the stuff at closing. But I think he was a first-time home- homeowner, so.
0: You just don't know those things. Um, wait, there was something else I was going to say too, and I just lost it. Anyway, apparently, I don't know. Oh, you sat on an HOA board. You were on the board of your HOA. I
1: was, on a bo- I was on the HOA board with the guy with the rule follower. And the reason I stopped serving on the board is because he, like every meeting that could have been over in 45 minutes was four hours long because <laughs> he was like, we've got to discuss. And people are like, yeah, just when people don't break their boxes, don't send an email out. He's like, well, that doesn't work. We're like, well, I like, what are you going to do? Are you gonna get a crossbow and sit by the dumpster. <laughs> right. Like some 10 year old brings a box <laughs> down and is a boom right through the leg. No.
2: The upside means living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to The
0: Upside with Callie and Jeff. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back.
1: My today is Wednesday, June 29th. My name is Jeff Dollar. And today I am grateful for um, our street because it's quiet. It's not a it's not a cut through street. Um, And. There's always, like, kids playing out on the street, and then when Ellie sees them, she's like, kids, and she's eventually going to be friends with them, and it's going to be really neat. And they put those, and people put those turtles out with the little orange signs that say, kids at play, or drive Does that like a kid just make you lizard. happy? And I'm like, no. Well, it makes me happy because the fact that there's so many people on the street with kids means that you don't really have to worry about people flying down the street. Because everybody gets it, yeah. yeah.
0: My name is Callie Dollar, and I am grateful for Zoom. I'm also grateful, by the way, for Ellie's little school. She went to camp yesterday and came home with her first school artwork ever. And I know that someday we're going to be so sick of the amount of art that comes through this house. But oh my gosh, it's on a paper plate, and I want to frame it.
1: <laughs> well, I think we, ca- I think we can frame it because it's her first like school project, bring home or whatever. Yeah. Um. So it is. I think that one's worthy of keeping forever, but I do think we should write on the back that 75% of it was, was teacher done because if we don't, like we may whip it out in 10 years and go, oh my gosh, she was gifted like Monet. It's Ellie clearly painted the background mm-hmm. and then there's water lilies in the spirit of Monet. But those were obviously painted by the teacher. So cute. This if, is
0: Water lilies by Ellie.
1: <laughs> but if we forget about it, if we forget that the teacher helped with that. We're going to be like, whoa, look at her. She wasn't even two yet when she did this. Well,
0: I don't know. OK, so I have upped my sleep game. Now, we all know that I am a sleep snob and I am a proud sleep snob because my hours are like my hours of sleep are very precious, right? I protect them. So over the years I have accumulated some very, I would say, I don't know, is it luxurious to have an eye mask when you sleep? It feels luxurious to me, right? So I I have like this whole thing. So you
1: have your fancy silk pillowcase, you have a silk eye mask, you have to have a certain type of noise maker running. Mm -hmm. You always crank the AC down. So it's cold. And now you have your, um, weighted blanket things. So yeah, I have
0: perfected my sleep environment, okay? Yep. And I, it keeps getting more and more high maintenance as I learn of um, new information from other, I will call them sleep advocates, people who love sleep. I mean, my bed brings me immense joy. So um, so I've got the sheets, I've got the silk pillowcase, I've got the eye mask, I you know jack down the temperature, um, I turn the fan on, I have a noise maker, and I have introduced as of this week, lavender oil. I found some lavender oil when like in the move and it's from our, our friend Kelly's shop, modern mystic. And it's really good. And it's pure lavender oil, like very nice. And I was like, you know what? I feel like people use lavender to sleep. So I get online, do a little research in they do. So it says to do like some weird things that I don't totally understand, but I'm rolling with it. Like you're supposed to put some like drops on your feet, like rub lavender oil on your feet. Okay. So I did that. Okay. Um, like on
1: the soles of your feet?
0: On the soles of your feet. Okay. You're also supposed to put supposed to put like some on, um, on your like temples. Okay. So you're supposed to do that. And then what I did, I took it to the next level because I was thinking years ago when I had my last massage. And you know, if you get an aromatherapy massage and they put the oil in your hands and then they rub, or their hands, they rub it together and then they put it over your nose and tell you to take a deep breath.
1: Oh, that's fancy. I don't know if I've ever had a fancy oh fancy massage like that.
0: Well, the only time I've ever gotten a massage is with you. So I bet you have. But you get to like pick your scent or whatever. And then, so I, last night I put some lavender oil in my hands and like did the thing then I started a meditation.
1: I feel like the meditation isn't new though, have you? The
0: meditation's been- not new, but I don't, I forgot to mention that before, so I was gonna let it slide oh, in that part it. of my story. You just happened to call me out. Um, so yeah, and then I did a 15 minute meditation. So I also increased the time of the meditation. Boom, out like a light, and I'm so into it.
1: Now, I feel like this might be disrupting my experiment with you which is to sleep later like maybe is it possible that the lavender is you know neat and fun and all but is it possible that that my suggestion that you sleep as late as possible is actually altering your body's sleep response in just 48 hours?
0: I'm glad you asked that, Jeff. I think that it is a combination of all of them. I do, I will say I was scared of your plan for Tuesday, your Cali life scheduling plan on Tuesday, because Tuesday is by far the day I'm the most tired and worn out. I was on fire all day yesterday to the point where one of my coworkers was like, wow, you're really like you're really excited. I did nothing different except for follow your plan. So I didn't get like a ton of more hours of sleep. I didn't like change my eating habits. I didn't like whatever. That was the modification. Well, and the lavender, but I don't think the lavender is it. It's just, you know, contributes to my spa environment. Yeah, And it was great. Like I'm loving the plan. It is abnormally hard for me to wake up and not touch my phone. Like, you know, when you're um, like Anytime you're just bored and you start scrolling, like my natural instinct is to wake up, grab my phone and start scrolling. It is very weird to not do that.
1: You should set your phone. I want to start doing this again because I did it for a while at the old place is I put the phone over on the window ledge. Mm-hmm. Um so you physically have to get up and get moving mm-hmm. in order to reach your phone. But you use your phone as your alarm clock. So
0: I do. And I am not opposed to moving it, but I am a little bit scared that if it because my phone is like right next to my head volume all the way up. And I'm really paranoid and scared about missing an alarm if I move it away like any further
1: didn't away you buy me. don't you have that little kind of cool looking alarm clock? I wonder if you should use an alarm clock. Just to, I'm not, yeah. actually, you know what? If everything's working great right now, just go with it. Just stick to the like. I'm not going to look at my phone until after I take a shower or whatever. And I think you're you're good because that, that. I actually
0: don't even look at my phone now until I get to work in the morning.
1: Perfect. Yeah, that's so. so-
0: Good. Um, I'm going to stick with it. I'm, I told you I would do it I've, for a week.
1: I feel good about this. If
0: the rest of the week goes like this, I'm going to do it for the whole month of July. Perfect. And this is not a, let's test it out. Maybe I'll halfway do it. No, 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 no. When I do something, I do it hardcore. So now, full throttle that is happening.
1: Are you going to work out? Uh, did you work out yesterday? I know you worked out Monday, but the internet failed. So, so you only got two thirds of your workout. Yeah, but, I
0: worked out. Okay. I worked out. So, um, yeah, good times. I'm into it. I'm there. I feel like this is a good time to also, um, talk about our cozy earth discount and a promotion that we're doing for a true $250 gas giveaway.
1: It could be gas. It could be, it could be anything for the holiday weekend, anything that will make you rest easier this holiday weekend, because I, cause gas prices, um, obviously through the roof right now. I also saw that the average food like this 4th of July compared to last 4th of July because of inflation, it's 30% more expensive.
0: I mean, I can't even
1: You know, just burgers uh, that's what is that? Burgers, hot dogs, beer and soda, right? So here's yeah, here's
0: the, the basic, pro, here's the, the pro tip because I saw that not that prices that went down were on strawberries and potato chips. So when you're volunteering for what you're going to bring, you sign up for potato chips and you sign up for strawberries, like strawberry
1: shortcake or something.
0: Yeah. Or if you're the host, like we're going to be the host, then you delegate all the expensive stuff to the other people.
1: Yeah. You guys bring the meat. We've got strawberries covered.
0: You call it a side.
1: Text oh, the word cool. JULY to 800-434-5454, and you're in the running for uh, 250 bucks from our friends at Cozy Earth and The Upside with Callie and Jeff, JULY to 800-434-5454. I hate it when I repeat it because that's such a radio thing.
0: Oh, was that just habit? I thought that yes. was intentional.
1: No. Because almost- in, ra- in radio, you don't have the the benefit of rewinding. Mm -hmm. So you repeat all the stuff. Text the word spoon to, you know, whatever. Yeah. Whatever the thing is. And it's spoon. S-P-O-O-N. Spoon. That's S-P-O-O-N. Like what you eat ice cream with. Text it to win. Spoon. S-P-O-N. No. Text the word July. If you don't know the phone number, rewind. There it is. But when you get a text back, you're going to get a link to Cozy Earth Click on it. Our 40% discount will be already be in place and you can uh, be well on your way to glorious night sleeps like Callie has. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh,
1: okay. I th- I think I have two on the brink big friend failures. I feel terrible about them. Okay. Number one, a friend of mine a week or two ago sends me a message and says, Hey, are you, you want to go get a beer? And I didn't see it for like 24 hours. I'm trying to be really, really good about um, not being on my phone for the 24 hours of Saturday, like Mm -hmm. from when I wake up to Saturday to when I wake up Sunday morning. Mm -hmm. Like I'm trying to stay out of the office. I'm trying to stay off the phone as much as I can. Yeah. Um, So he said that. And then I didn't – then I saw it on Sunday and I'm like, oh, I got to write him back this evening. And then I forgot and it was like Monday. And then I said – he said, I'm leaving town. Are you around this week? And I go – uh, yeah, what days are you free? And then he wrote back. And it just didn't happen. So now he's gone. He's left town. And I sent him a message. And I go, uh, hey, when are you back? And he responds with September. Oh. Now, I feel like he should have told me that in the in the ramp like, up. Like,
0: hey, dude, w- just I'm so so leaving you know. for a couple months. Yeah. Let's hang before I leave.
1: And then I have a friend who has invited Callie and Ellie and I Over to his pool, probably pushing a dozen times. And every single time, it just hasn't been possible.
0: Why don't you invite him to our 4th of July party?
1: I could, but we still have to go to his pool. Yeah, Because at some point, he's just going to stop inviting and thinking I'm making stuff up. And I'm not. Like, it's just, he just happens to, he's like, hey, do you guys want to come over on Saturday afternoon? And like, one time I think we were supposed to go to a birthday party that ended up getting canceled.
0: Yeah. One time we were moving. We were
1: moving. With one time we were at the beach, but it it happened last summer and we couldn't come over at all last summer either. So I feel like those two friendships are on the fringe. And I don't have a lot of friends. It's basically those two guys and uh, Sadie and and Ellie if I'm reading her a book.
0: I feel like one night a week and you can pick what night works for you. And I know it's a little crazy right now because we have a bunch of shows that come out at the beginning of the week. Um, (laughs) I
1: didn't think you were going to say shows. I heard the (laughs) S-H come out. I'm like, oh, we're putting the explicit rating on this episode.
0: But I think, you know, with all the improvements you were making to me – for quality of life, I think that you should make a one night a week or one night every two week rule that you're going to have a beer with a friend.
1: I could do that. Another it's, human
0: being. That's I, not me.
1: Yeah, I'm totally, I'm 100% into that. Um, like I talked about a few days ago, it's just the past three or four months, like finding a new place to live, getting ready to move, launching these new shows, moving, the vacation we had, all that. I, I wouldn't even be able to find my way. But now I'm like, okay, we're all settled in. We got our routine. Mm -hmm. Totally into it. The only problem is I don't have any friends left.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, please
2: give it up for your next comedian here at Ellie's Comedy Club. You're going to love this
1: guy. Welcome to the stage. Dad. What do you call a sad cup of coffee? Depresso. Depresso. It's
0: really important to me that Ellie tries different kinds of food, different flavors of food, and we've tried since she was a baby to get her different textures that she's not used to, different spices, different veggies, different fruits, just to like get her out there a little bit with the food thing, right? We don't want her to eat the same thing all the time. A big help for us has been Little Spoon. Little Spoon is a one-stop shop for healthy, easy mealtime and snack time for your baby, toddler, and big kid delivered right to your door. They make hundred percent organic cold-pressed baby, baby food for every eating stage. They have a toddler and kids food line that takes you through the weaning stage and into the big kid years. And they just launched a line of on the go smoothies, which have amazing flavors that are super healthy. Ellie loves them. And they're really easy for me. All of their recipes taste absolutely delicious are nutritionally balanced and free of junk, helping to set your little one up for a lifetime of health and trying new things. Seriously, I tried everything that Ellie had and they taste great. Um, You know, who's not snacking on their kids' plates after they're done. And you know, Ellie's now eating better than we are. The best part, the price is right. With kids' meals under $5 and baby food and smoothie snacks under $3, it makes trying Little Spoon easy. Get 50% off your first order when you go to littlespoon.com and enter the code UPSIDE at checkout. Again, when you go to littlespoon.com, 50% off when you enter the code UPSIDE at checkout.
1: Sometimes I just want to be, you know, classic. I just want to blend in. I just want to be, here's Jeff with his black rimmed glasses. And sometimes I'm like, I want to make a statement. I want to sparkle. I want people to look at me and go, those are cool glasses. Pair Eyewear allows me to have the best of both worlds. They've got base frames that are just simple. They're frames. They're easy. They're black. They're mine. 60 bucks, by the way, is how much they're going to cost you, and that includes the prescription lenses. Hundreds of uh, uh, possibilities, though, with these base frames because they have top frames that attach to the glasses by magnets, completely changing the look of your eyewear. So you could have your basic... Black frames, or you know, any solid color, basic frames, and have those be your everyday glasses. Have your those could be your blend in glasses, and then pow your favorite sports team might have some top frames. Pow, it's Pride Month, you can have some rainbow top frames. Pow your uh, whatever you're celebrating, Fourth of July, firework top frames. Pow, it's all right there. Frames is it unique as you are, are so close and so available at pair eyewear. And right now you can get 15% off your first purchase. Go to pair slash upside. That's 15% off at P-A-I-R slash upside.
0: Now a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp everybody likes to talk about being healthy and what they're eating and what they're working out and doing all this stuff. But I got news for you. Mental health, what's going on with you is just as important, if not more important than your physical health. Mental health is something that if we don't take care of just a little bit by a little bit, we'll start to notice that our happiness level goes way down. Our stress level goes way up. And you know what? Here's the thing. You do not have to tackle life alone. Sometimes you need the help of a certified or licensed counselor that can help you through it. And and then there's no shame in that. BetterHelp Online Therapy is here to help. Now, I have been in therapy for like 15 years on and off, right? It has absolutely changed my life. And it's not a weakness to go to therapy. It's actually a strength. You wouldn't go to a gym and go, go be scared to ask a trainer how to work out, right? It's the same thing. How do I make my mental health the best it can be for me? Our listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com upside. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P.com upside.
1: Here are my three random things for today. Number one, 70... We're talking a lot about sleep this episode because we're talking about... Sleep
0: is awesome. Sleep is one of my top three favorite things on the planet.
1: Um, 68% of people say that they get their best sleep when they're on vacation. So...
0: Mm, Those people have never slept in their sheets at home.
1: Oh, their cozy earth sheets? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, that's typically... I think places where that you stay have optimal sleep environments like mm-hmm. because you don't care about your bill at the end of the month you'll crank the thermostat down to 41 degrees mm-hmm. you know what I mean and pile mm-hmm. on the comforters and and you'll have it down at 40 degrees and you'll have the window open so you can hear the waves if you're like near a beach yeah I thought this study was interesting though, or the statistic was interesting because the scientist who was quoted in the article said there's nothing wrong with making sleep part of your vacation plan. So Jeff
0: and I do that a lot.
1: So if you are making plans for a vacation and you're like, we're gonna go to the pool and we're gonna, we're gonna go to the beach, and we're gonna go see this, you know. Spanish fort, the historical site or whatever, we're going to rent bikes, we're going to get take a jet ski tour, whatever your thing is, also put in there and on two nights, um, I'm going to get up with the kids so you can sleep
2: Yes.
1: and then switch it or whatever mm-hmm. and make sleep part of your vacation plans. Uh, my second random thing is before toilet paper was invented, Americans used to use corn cobs.
0: Corn cobs. That sounds really weird.
1: Yeah. Hmm. I appreciate. But you'll
0: never look at an ear of corn in the same way.
1: Yeah. So think of that on your 4th of July barbecue when you're munching mm. down on some roasted corn. The exfoliant properties would, I mean, that's like it would be, you know what I mean? It's like one of those kitchen sponges that have the.
0: That's, the, you You don't need to go any further. You can move on.
1: To get the stuff. The, you, can,
0: you can move on. Built
1: up stuff off. Uh, okay. My third random thing is if you're trying to save money and you've got a wedding coming up, know that the least expensive month to get married in January, Hmm. other bargain months, March and April, February, I'm assuming is comes off that list because a lot of people might want to get married around Valentine's day Yeah, Hmm, thinking, Mm -hmm. or if you want a winter wedding, I'm thinking your first choice is December and your second choice is February or vice versa. Mm -hmm. But the cheapest months, uh, January, March, April, in that order, those are my three random things.
0: I have beef with West Wing. Jeff and I binge watch TV shows. We binge watch series, I should say. So we finished Sopranos. Now we're on to West Wing. We're in season six of seven, right? And my beef with West Wing is now, it is very clear (laughs) that they are wrapping up the tenure of when martin sheen is in office right like yeah. it is it is very clear there's changes starting to be made people they're talking about the end of the administration whatever which we all know like you can't be president for more than 8 years the show's right. seven seasons like it's got to end sometime right however we're only in season 6 and there's too many changes and it's it's making me annoyed with the show and i don't like when shows start the end too early great example of starting the end too early Great two examples. One, Homeland, two, House of Cards. Both Well, like, House shifted- of Cards
1: didn't have a choice. Remember, it was like right before the last season, and they found out that Kevin Spacey was a creeper, so they had to fire him. Mm-hmm. And so they had to change the whole storyline. But I know That's exactly a- what you're talking about. It's like they're hitting, it's like it's like they're hitting the fast forward button on everything.
0: Yeah, you know who did it right? Friends. The perfectly timed series finale. If Monica and Chandler had moved to uh, like out of New York City, yeah, before the last episode or two, it would have been too disjointed of a show, and it would have broken up the whole thing. Wait,
1: Monica and Chandler move out of New York City?
0: Yeah, they moved to the suburbs. You knew that. We've watched the season finale,
1: but somebody might not have. If someone's never seen the
0: season finale of Friends, series finale of Friends, I'm sorry in advance.
1: So Monica and Chandler get together. Oh my god. Oh my god, there's so many spoilers from this
0: marriage because we watched the whole thing together. Anyway, spoiler my spoiler
1: alert, Monica and Chandler get together.
0: Okay, so that is how that is a good ending. Had they gotten together and moved away before the last season, it would have been I I would have lost interest and I'm kind of losing interest in West Wing because my cast members are floating off left and right and I don't like it. I don't like it.
1: But you're too far in. The problem is when that happens, we're 85% through. Mm -hmm. So you got to see it through to the end. But it, you, um, I know exactly what you're talking about because you're almost mad at yourself after watching an episode because you're like, oh, I can think of a whole, so many things I could have done with that 45 minutes.
0: Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know how season six is going to end. I don't know how season seven is going to start and end. So I'm keeping my mind open because I really do love the show, but I am just, I hate when shows draw out their endings forever.
2: Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Most people learn about The Upside from their friends. Please tell everyone you know about this podcast so the amazing Upside community can continue to grow.
1: I have a personal mission for the month of July that I'm going to try that has to do with... um, with cooking and planning and food prep and all that stuff. Because mm-hmm. when we put our mind to it, we're pretty good at menu planning mm-hmm. or meal planning or whatever, right? When we sit down and we have time, we were doing a great job with it earlier this year.
0: We're in a great flow now.
1: Yeah, no, no, I I disagree with now. Like well, I, I feel like we're going to the store like two or three times a week.
0: We are. That's a we waste are. of
1: time. That's a waste of money. So I want to take it to the next level. I want to get back to our meal planning routine like we were doing a couple months ago, the first three or four, five months of this year, right? Mm -hmm. No, yeah, three or four months. What month is it? Where are we? Where are we in time? So the first three or four months this year, we were doing a really good job with it. I wanna get back to that, but I wanna take it to the next level. I wanna incorporate Costco. Okay. So, So I wanna look ahead, like I don't wanna just meal plan on Saturday for the following Sunday through Saturday like we used to be doing. I want to sit down like on Saturday and look at the next 30 days and go, okay, here's what we're going to do. And then I want to go to like Costco and, and be the person who buys five pounds of ground beef for 10 pounds of ground beef, because we're making some meat sauce. We're making some burgers. We're making, we're having taco night. And then I want to like parcel it off. We've got the little vacuum food saver thing I, and right, like even right on it. Mm-hmm. Like this is for ta-, and then. So when we do the meal plan, I, I don't know what switch has flipped, but like I'm actually excited at this. Oh good. I think I I don't know. Maybe it's just because with with prices going up and you know uh, food just becoming more expensive and having a Costco membership and having it available, I'm like.
0: I have a challenge for you to add on to that.
1: Whoa, let's Whoa. do it. What do we got?
0: We need to add five to six,
1: five to six,
0: new dishes that we've never made before to the rotation, because we get in breaths.
1: That's fine. I think I don't. I think five to six is a big ask, but I think we could roll in. We, maybe we could have like, like this is terrible alliteration, but but new food Monday or whatever. Okay. New menu Monday.
0: Okay. That's. Men, sounds-
1: men, updated menu Monday. Menu Monday. Menu. New menu Monday.
0: You work on that. Um, and and we'll talk about it tomorrow.
1: No, it's going to be on Tuesdays. When we're going to call it News Days. Newsday. New instead of two. Newsday. Mm. New food. I like it.
2: This message is for Callie. This is Robin. Callie, remember the word grace. You need to give yourself some grace. And sleep is super important, clearly but you also need to realize that you can't do 45 minutes to an hour workout anymore. So give yourself some grace. If you don't have time to work out one day, it's okay. Just do the best that you can do and try to give yourself grace.
1: Every now and again, I'll find myself on the food network and somebody will be cooking something and I'll think, Oh my gosh, I want to make that, and I would love to make it with them in the kitchen, but I can't do that because we don't have a TV in the kitchen. Well things have changed. Let me tell you about Girl Meets Farm. It's a podcast from Food Network that I think Upside listeners will love if you enjoy cooking like I do. Uh, Molly, the woman from Girl Meets Farm, is a married to a fifth-generation beet farmer. She lives on the border between Minnesota and North Dakota, but she's a total city girl, and she loves to put modern twists on classic hearty dishes, and now it's a podcast. So two things that are important about that. One, all of the recipes are in the podcast notes, so it's easy to follow along. Two, They're taking the audio from the show, from the TV show, and they're putting it in podcast form so you can actually have her with you in the kitchen while you're cooking. It's cooking with your best friend, Molly. So check it out. It's called Girl Meets Farm. And if you want to find it, it's on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and everywhere that you get your podcasts. So uh, your new best friend, Molly, is waiting for you. Girl Meets Farm. Check it out.
2: Callie, if you're not pregnant... I think you're just overworked. Every, I feel like every working mom, even stay-at-home mom, just new moms that are being torn in a hundred different directions are already overworked. And I can't even imagine to have your schedule anyways. Many prayers, but I really feel like you are pulling yourself in way too many directions. Just my take. I am listening to Tuesday's episode and Tally, your your three random thing about the coconut just had me up and actually kind of feeling a little bit bad because, um, we're from Atlanta, but my mom recently moved to Florida for work. And the other day she was telling me just a random story. She, you know, I just asked her what she was doing and she said, well, I went to the beach with the dog and she she said, but you know what? I'm really scared of these coconuts. And I was like, what are you talking about? Like, I'm thinking she's losing her mind. Right. And so I made the joke like, oh, maybe you should get a helmet, you know, whatever. But apparently it's a thing. So now I feel kind of My Mom said that coconuts fall quite frequently and people talk about it and, and look out for them. So everyone be safe out there. Okay? Love you guys. Hey, Callie. Um, I was listening to you talk about, like, your day. And I'm just in the middle of the episode, so I don't know exactly what y'all said after some of it. But you need to realize as well, maybe also change your idea of what working out is. Because once you have a kid you you have to fit obviously it's important it's, it was always important for me as well to work out but sometimes I realized okay walking with my kids that's a workout jump down the trampoline that's a workout like there's different ways so uh, change or maybe work on that like a little like you're you look amazing by the way amazing I, I see pictures of you you look great you look fantastic and I definitely think working out is part of mental health because I have to do it but I also, when my kids were a certain age, I had to realize, like, I couldn't always get in what I felt like was the proper time to work out. I had to do it in other ways. Like, when you're unloading the dishwasher, do a squat here and there. You know what I'm saying? Like, just different things like that. And and that might help you a little bit, too, relieve some of the pressure, because we all put too much pressure on ourselves, and you don't need to, and you need to rest and be healthy and happy, and sleep is so important, <laughs> especially because we don't get so much of it. But have a great day. I'm sorry I rambled on so much, but Love y'all. Bye. So I'm calling as a postpartum mom, but also as a health coach and a pregnancy fertility specialist. So one thing we're not taking into account with uh, Kelly's exercising, not only does it reduce anxiety and depression, so it cannot be cut out for sure. It cannot be cut out. And I do not think that's what Jeff is suggesting, but If she goes to bed at 630, there's no way she should be doing a 3 p.m. workout. It will wake up every chemical in her brain. She will not be able to sleep and she will definitely not get deep sleep or enough deep sleep once she's finally able to go to sleep. So if you guys are trying to switch it to after work, it needs to be immediately like put on the gym clothes at the office and work out immediately. The rest of the day takes control. All right. Love y'all. Good luck. Bye. If you're constantly doubting yourself, I'm a psychologist and here are three things I wish I knew when I was younger about self-doubt. Number one, avoidance feeds self-doubt. And the more you avoid something, the more you will believe in that narrative that says, I would never have been good enough anyway. Number two, tackling self-doubt demands courageous action in the direction of something that matters to you, something that feels so important that it overrides your need to feel comfortable and ready. Number three, when you stop waiting for self-doubt to disappear, when you make this radical decision to let that self-doubt come along for the
1: ride as you do that scary thing, it won't hold you back anymore.